Welcome to Growing Belleville Through Community Chats, a podcast presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce to help highlight, promote, and enlighten people, businesses, and community events in the Greater Belleville area. Here are your hosts, Stephen Sedlak and Eric Huber. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of <laughs> Growing Belleville Community Chats presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce. I'm your co-host, Stephen Sedlak, along with Mr. Eric Huber. How are you, Eric? I'm doing well, Stephen. How are you? Good. I almost forgot the title of our own podcast here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been one of those days. Uh, that happens, man. Uh, no, no worries, right? Uh, today, our guest is Joanne from the uh, Small Business Development Center hosted by SIUE. How are you today, Joanne? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Well, like uh, like I said before we hopped on here, why don't you just kind of give a little quick overview, background of yourself, and, and for those that are, you know don't really know much about you. Sure. So I come from a small business background myself. My uh, father and his father, my, my paternal grandfather, started a restaurant um, when, my, when my dad was about 15, and my dad continued that legacy until he re, uh, retired a few years ago, and my brother took over um, uh, with the pandemic. Things have changed with the restaurant, but he, uh, he is doing uh, very well, and uh, I think we're going on about 18 years there. Been where you're at now. <laughs> so um, I actually started my journey with the Small Business Development Center as a graduate assistant. Um, so I uh, spent about a year and a half as a student worker. Um, then I moved on, spread my wings after graduation, got into um, banking and retail management, etc. Um, and then I always kept my connection. I did some independent consulting, and I was able to come back in 2013 as the small business specialist. Um, after that, in uh, 2016, my predecessor moved on, and I was um, appointed interim director and then officially director in 2017. So why don't you kind of give a, a little overview of what exactly you guys do there? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that just are not familiar with it. Definitely. We are a hidden gem, but I try to get out and about to uh, make sure uh, people are aware of our services. So if you're a new entrepreneur just thinking about starting a business, or honestly, um, if you're in business, even if you've been around for 50 years, there's still ways that we can help help your operation. So we work with um, new and existing businesses um, to you know support them with their business plan, marketing strategy, HR, um, cash flow management. Um, really, what I like to say is that we're we're that shoulder to lean on. Um, we provide advice, but even more so, uh, we're that listening ear uh, for them when they need help or have a question or or just you know one event. Um, and then um, you know if if if, um, if they're established, I know. A lot of times um, business owners feel like they should know what they're doing, they shouldn't need help, but that's not always the case, you know. Um, you always can use that support, and um, we always make referrals. So we're not attorneys or accountants or lenders, et cetera. Um, so we have a great network. So it takes a village, um, as I always say. 
Well, I, and I think it's important what you guys do, like you said, kind of that hidden gem um, that, that some people might not know about. But, you know, for, for anybody that's run a business or, or started a business, they know the how hard it can be at times, right? And that there's nowhere to turn for advice on anything or nowhere to go to run ideas past. And you kind of, sometimes you just feel lost at times. Yep. Um, so, you know, for you guys to be there, I think it's a, a great resource that, I mean, for everybody that's used you, I, I'm sure will would happily say that it was worth every time, you know, every, all, everything that they spent with it and, and everything. But for those that haven't, I think, you know, it'd be important for them to know you're there and kind of reach out in those instances. Cause you, like I said, you can feel, you know, alone in the world when it comes to those things. Exactly. And we're not, um, we're supported by the SBA and department of commerce. So there's no cost. There's no fee for our services. Now, if we have to recommend that attorney or other professional, there will be those costs. But my time is always um, confidential and at no cost. And we supplement that one-on-one time, (coughs) excuse me, with workshops and webinars. So um, that training, that additional um, information and and just reinforcement of the um, ideas and and resources that um, we talk about during our sessions. So. Um, a lot of um, our a lot of our workshops are at no cost, or if there is a fee, it's very minimal. You know, ten, twenty dollars, something like that. Joanne, you you just kind of mentioned it. Your your guys' workshops um, is that something that, like you said, new existing owners, anyone can attend. Uh, how do they attend? You know, is it a class with SIUE? What 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 does that workshop kind of look like with you guys? <laughs> When you become a client of our office, um, you enter our database. So you'll start receiving our email um, distribution. So we use Constant Contact. We also have a Facebook page and a website. Um, so anyone can find us. But if you're our, if you're an existing client, you're going to get those emails. We probably do three to four workshops or webinars a month. Um, so we're very active. And we try to mix it up. So they're not always for startups. And they're not always for established businesses, so there's a nice mix. Um, we we do our starting a small business workshop every month, and we also have a um, how to get ready for a grant workshop every month. Um, and that one, honestly, is for any stage in that life cycle of business. Um, if you haven't already, you know, obtained your DUNS number or SAM registration, et cetera, those are, um, you know, explored and talked about during that session so that you can be prepared for that grant opportunity that arises. And then also, you know, it, it deals with um, government contracting. So those are important pieces if you're going to get into government contracts. Now, before we have on here, you mentioned a little bit about some of the things that you guys have going on. And one of them was your business plan competition. Um, I think that's extremely important. Um you know, for the success of not just businesses, but, you know, in, in our industry and in insurance, you know, I, I've got a couple of friends that every time they hire somebody, they have them put together their own business plan of how, how they're going to succeed. Um, and I think sometimes some people it's when they're starting off, isn't not, not enough emphasis is put on that, on the business plan. So kind of, you want to just dive into that and kind of what the competition entails and, and, and how you guys go about that? Sure. This is going to be our ninth year. Uh, We usually announce the competition in June with the first submission um, being due usually the first week or so of August, um, which is your executive summary. So it's just a one-page submission. 
Um, the business plan can be very overwhelming and um, a, a lot of work, um, but it serves a great purpose. It's not only for that financing that you're going to more than likely need, but it's a management tool. It's a roadmap. So, you know, like Ben Franklin said uh, a long time ago, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. Um, so even if you're not looking for financing, even if this is, you know, um, a five-year plan, uh, just, you know, just a short-term uh, business, you, you still need to have that roadmap. Um, it's a great way to assess where you are in the process and, and kind of go back and say, you know, am I doing everything I said I was going to be doing? Do I need to ramp up my marketing? Do I need to hire someone, uh, et cetera? So, and looking at the, you know, numbers, looking at your sales and revenue, et cetera. Um, so, you know, that's probably 80% of what we do with clients is that business plan. And then we introduce them to a lender or um, it just helps them, you know, take the, those next steps, um, you know, identifying who they need to hire, et cetera. Do you guys deal more with st startups, I guess you could say newer businesses or already established? <clears throat> well, um, I would love to balance it out more, but we do see uh, a larger volume of startups. Um, those new businesses tend to reach out more for that help. Um, the pandemic did, uh, I guess, help in one way. Um, we were able to um, get in contact with more established businesses, but I would say probably 70% of our activity is pre-venture startup. Um, just to follow up on that, do you think that's, you know, my, my thought on it is that, you know, maybe there's a some established businesses, and I don't mean a knock on them by any way, but maybe there's that ego that I don't need help, you know, we've done it, we've been in existence. Do you think that might parlay into some of that? I think it can. Um, definitely, you know, they get set in their ways. They, you know, they, they, they're almost embarrassed, I guess I would say, because right. they should know how to operate their business. They, they, they don't. They don't want to show weakness, I guess. Right. Um, so, yeah, it is hard for them to reach out. And I think, you know, honestly, once you get past, you know, those first three to five years, you just get into that, you know, swing of things, and, and you don't always realize that there's uh, other resources out there or other ways of doing things, honestly. I mean, you know, even when I get a new employee, they open my eyes to certain things, you know. I kind of look at our office as its own business, you know. We're helping businesses, and that's our business. Um, but when a new person comes in, um, you know, they're like, why are you doing it that way? Well, that's how it's always been done. Well, that's not right. a good answer. You know, there could be more efficiencies in, in doing it differently or tackling. Well, I think, out. you know, like, I'm sorry, Joanne. I think kind of like what Steven said with, with existing businesses, um, you know, I see it on a day-to-day -day basis in the banking world and commercial lending and business lending. It's it, it's crazy that you see sometimes you get those business owners at the end of the year, like that's the first time they see numbers or they even look at numbers or, you know, if they don't have a CPA that's on top of them on a quarterly basis, you know, they're kind of owner operating, which I get, you know, some of them are hands-on still in the business and they're not worried about numbers. They're just working day-to-day getting done with the work that's on their plate and, and over with type of deal. So at the end of the year, they kind of sit down and finally reviewing everything, you know, what you guys do to help with that. I, I would think even existing business owners uh, that are in that spot 
could benefit greatly on, okay, this is how you need to, to operate. You know, we've seen and referred people to different CPAs where, you know, it's almost life-changing for some businesses that, you know, all of a sudden they're, they're keeping track of things earlier on in the year. And at the end of the year, there's no panic. There's no worry because they know exactly what's going on. Exactly. You know, I, I talk about that external team. They focus so much as an owner on, you know, the daily operation, the internal staff, but they need that team around them like the banker, um, like yourself, Eric, um, the attorney, the accountant, the insurance agent. And like you just said, you need to meet with them and talk to them periodically, take them to coffee and, um, you know, have that annual meeting or, or maybe even twice a year. Um, this way you can get that plan in place and, and prepare so that you don't have that panic um, at the last minute. Um, you know, we, we do QuickBooks training, um, and that's, I mean, that's just a, tre a tremendous uh, benefit to businesses because you don't have that shoebox of receipts at the end of the year or whatever. You know, you're able to, to manage your bookkeeping and reconcile your bank account and, you know, have all the, the information right there to create reports, invoices, payroll if you need it, you know, all those things. So there's a lot that you know, we talk about fundamentally and, and yeah, an established business gets in the routine of, of daily, um, you know, operation that they don't always look at the numbers. They don't always, um, you know, look at technology and, and things like that. I mean, the pandemic forced us to use Zoom and different things like this where it was there. We just didn't really need to use it before. So we got kind of pushed into it. So sometimes those business owners need that little push. Um, but they don't always, you know, know where to turn or, or they're just too shy or, or hesitant. Well, and I think the pandemic also, people had to make that shift, right? They did have to change things and how they operated and, um, with remote workers, whatever it be. So have you, I guess, you know, going back to, you know, existing businesses or anything like that, have you guys seen any uptick? Did you, did you guys see any, I guess, pe more people reaching out during that time period, you know, trying to learn how to shift and alter how they do their business successfully. Definitely. Um, you know, we helped a lot with PPP and idle. Um, I'm still working on idle increases, um, the back to business grant, the business interruption grant. Um, and then, you know, pivoting, you know, like you just said, I had a, a business, um, a, a beauty supply shop. She was not delivering. She was not even doing curbside, any of those things during the pandemic. And, you know, we had a great conversation. She started implementing some of these additional ways of, of reaching her customer and making things very convenient for them. And um, she was able to increase her revenue tremendously and, and get a new um, building, a bigger building. Um, so... Sometimes it's it's hard to implement new strategies, but um, with a little bit of help and guidance and um, <coughs> that gentle push, um, they certainly um, you know can can pivot and, and take those necessary steps. So, what else do you guys um, you know? How, you mentioned the grants and all that stuff. What you know? What else do you guys have going on right now? So through the pandemic, we were able to help businesses um, through some CARES Act funding um, that we received. So CARES Act money came down 
through the state and our office was able to bring on some additional advisors. So really reaching the Latino and the African-American um, small business owners, um, web design, so helping businesses, you know, maybe um, get into e-commerce um, or if they didn't have a website or maybe they were a newer business and they still, you know, didn't have a website yet, we were able to do the web design. HR, you know, like you mentioned earlier with remote work and some of the um, uh, COVID um, requirements, um, you know, really talking to businesses about their, their HR strategy and, and the rules and regulations um, and, you know, protecting their data along with customer data because now employees are working from home, things like that. Um, so we use CARES Act money to, to uh, do a lot of those things. Um, cybersecurity was another area. And then um, recently back in uh, July, uh, we became a community navigator, and uh, we helped with the Back to Business grant. Um, we're helping the state um, bring more awareness to the Advantage Illinois program and get lenders to participate in that um, funding opportunity for um, maybe women, minority, and veteran businesses, et cetera, that um, maybe have that gap um, in financing um, requirements. So there's a uh, participation loan program called Advantage Illinois that we're getting the word out and, and helping um, the state get more uh, lenders involved with that and also bringing awareness to customers um, so that they can go to the banks and, and credit unions as well and talk about it. Um, we're also helping with that um, Grant Accountability Transparency Act, GATA, so helping businesses get their DUNS number, their SAM registration, making sure they're in compliance and um, fully registered with the state uh, of Illinois, the Secretary of State, et cetera, um, all of those things to prepare for grant opportunities that arise. Um, this summer, there may be a startup grant coming out, and it's going to require that DUNS number and SAM registration, so we're... Um, helping with that. And I know a few years back, there was a grant that required that, and um, there was not enough lead time. So, um, you know, all these businesses were trying to get their DUNS and SAM registration complete within like five to six weeks, and it just basically shut down the system. Right. It was too, uh, too much. So we've been really proactive in, in all of that. Um, so um, now, you know, really this year starting to get back to in-person events, um, but still offering those webinars too. Um, so it's convenient. We can reach more people. You know, I get out in, I cover nine counties. So uh, we're in Centralia, we're in Greenville, you know, Jerseyville, and we don't have to necessarily travel all the time with the technology too. Sure. Yeah. Now, do you guys see one sector you know, the uh, you know, people coming from one sector of business more than others, right? you know, like construction or IT or anything like that. I'm just kind of curious. Well, we help all types of businesses, but um, it is true. It seems like um, we, we kind of get a flood of a, a certain industry at times. Um, there was a time where we had a, a number of daycares. Um, I would say right now I see a lot of trucking and transportation. Um Retail, restaurants. Right. Um, so 
I, I would say I don't get a lot of like medical or, you know, real heavy technology, maybe not a whole lot of manufacturing, uh, right. but we, we see a wide variety. I mean, even well, I think manufacturers, that, et cetera. Yeah, no. And I think that's an attestment to you guys that you, you get these surges of certain industries because, you know, everybody in an industry knows everybody, right? So most likely what they're doing is they're seeing the value in it and, you know, they see somebody else that needs helps and is referring you. So it just kind of builds that cluster of, of that industry that's coming in. So again, I think that's an attestment to, to what you guys do and how you help businesses. So kudos to you guys. Appreciate that. Yeah, we definitely uh, do everything we can to, to get them on that path to success. Joanne, I'll just touch, you know, you're, you're hosted by SIUE. How, you know, how's that relationship with, with the college and the campus or the board, uh, who you guys deal with on, on what you guys are doing and the initiatives you guys are, are presenting to people? It's a great relationship. I have tremendous support from the university. Um, my dean, uh, Dr. Scheneker, is very supportive. I can reach out at any point in time. Um, and I love the fact that there's other departments as well that I can utilize to help these businesses, you know, like MassCom um, for videography or um, web design, um, you know, engineering. Uh, if I do have a client that needs a prototype or some other, you know, technical engineering um, uh, aspect. Um, even art and design um, from time to time helps, you know, helps us with logos and, and other, um, you know, needs, signage, things like that. Um, so it's a great relationship. I, I have a lot of access to, um, you know, very smart and, um, you know, willing, uh, people willing to, to help others and, and share their, their knowledge. Um, I can bring in, you know, guest speakers from from those various departments. Through our CARES Act, we offer um, HR support, and I was able to bring in two faculty members um, to help clients and then also conduct some webinars as well. Um, so it's a, it's a tremendous relationship, and, you know, we just share that vision of, of you know, helping the community. Cool. Do you guys, and I don't know this, and I apologize for not knowing it, but I'm just kind of curious, but, you know, the, the one of the biggest topics right now for any business is, you know, finding employees, finding good good employees right now. Is there any avenues that you guys can assist people with on, on that part? Um, well, I definitely help them get the word out if they have a job opening. Um, you know, there's students here at the university. Sure. There's uh, staffing agencies. Uh, workforce development is a great opportunity, and especially if there's training involved, workforce development can really help um, potentially with that training aspect, um, creating, you know, a program to get those um, people up to par for that industry. Um, I would say, you know, we, um, we also have some other initiatives here at the university uh, with digital uh, credentials and things like that. So trying to help fill some of those gaps. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely have a few avenues. You know, I've even talked to clients about, you know, second chance employment, you know, if it was a previously incarcerated individual. Um, you know, they, there's definitely some markets that they can tap into. 
Well, look, we don't want to take up too much of your time, and we appreciate you coming on with us here today. But one last thing, how you know how how can people, I guess, get in touch with you guys? For one, if they want to be, you know, <laughs> reach out to use your services and all that. But two, and I'm not sure how you guys handle that with with kind of the you know uh, people that you kind of refer out for certain aspects, you know. But if they want to, you know, touch base with you in regards to that, I would say the easiest way is via email. Um, sending us an email is going to reach us um, immediately. Um, we are a small staff. We do try to man the phones as much as possible, but sometimes, you know, we have to return a phone call. So it takes a little more time than an email. Um, if you're looking for our workshops and webinars, you can check out our Facebook page, our website, siue.edu slash SBDC, Small Business Development Center. Um our phone number is 618-650-2929. Um, you know, we, we definitely look forward to helping in any way we can. What's the email address again? Um, well, we have a general email. It's sbdcedw at gmail.com. Okay. So that's the one that people, if they want to reach out, should email that one? Yes. Okay. Uh, I believe my email and my colleague Marty's email are also on the website somewhere. Okay. As well. Okay. Sure. Well, hey, yeah, again, we, we appreciate it. And um, I think you're right. I think you guys are a hidden gem, and hopefully more people um, will reach out to you and utilize the, the great, you know, everything that you offer. That's just a great benefit for them. So, again, thank you for your time. Uh, we appreciate you coming on with us. I appreciate the opportunity very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Thanks, Joanne. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Growing Belleville Through Community Chats podcast. Please remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends and community leaders. For additional information from this podcast, please reach out to the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce.